What was your meet cute moment? You know, the one where you have the amusing or charming first encounter with the beautiful person you are destined to begin a romantic relationship with and proceed to live happily ever after, where every experience is romantic and moonlit conversations are the norm, and you share your biggest fears as well as your hopes and dreams, where the rain falls and your beautiful person realizes that they can't do life without you, and they profess their love. Well, your makeup and hair stay perfectly perfect. Okay, Amy, let's remove those rose-colored glasses for a second and turn off the Hallmark, Hallmark movie channel because we're jumping right in, right in because we're going to talk about dating your mate and we can't wait to introduce you to our special guest for today's sixth episode. But before we do that... Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Midlife at the Mailbox. Whether you're checking out our conversation for the first time or you have listened to every episode, we appreciate you being here. I'm Amy Alexander, and sitting 2,000 miles away from me is Denise Rabat. Over six years ago, during a chance meeting at our neighborhood mailbox, two strangers met and a new friendship blossomed into something bigger. Although we no longer share a mailbox and have many miles between us, We're closer than ever in real life. This chance meeting at our neighborhood mailbox inspired a friendship, business relationship, and now a podcast. So come along and listen in. Amy and I chat about midlife moments, business, family, and a whole lot more. It's our hope that after our conversation ends, you have connected with a bit of wisdom shared between two great friends and hopefully got entertained along the way. And maybe, just maybe... We may provide you with the push or insight you need to follow your heart, just as we have with this podcast. We welcome you to episode six, Dating Your Mate. So in true midlife fashion, we start our show off by discussing kind of something midlife momenty that has happened over the course of the past couple of weeks since we last recorded. Uh, Denise, do you want to update on your trip? You were going to Hawaii or (laughs) or something else? Yeah, I mean, it's summer season here in Southern California, just like everywhere. Um, One thing that we love in the summer, actually, this is like a joint moment with our guests that'll soon be announced. Uh, My husband and I have a boat and we usually love to take it out on the weekends when it's nice weather. So yesterday we invited about nine of my friends as a thank you for helping me all year with the PTA uh, to come out in our boat. So it was eight girlfriends, myself and Chris. And, you know, normally we plan these cruises around, you know, mid afternoon so we could be done by five or six and adult by the evening. But yesterday, um, Chris and Denise of the 20s and 30s, potentially, um, we were out till nine o'clock at night. And, you know, today is a lot slower day. The adulting didn't start till about 9 a.m. today. And it was, well, Chris much earlier. But it's been a struggle and reminded us that the Chris and Denise of the 40s uh, is not Chris and Denise of the 20s and 30s. But we had a lot of fun doing it. So. That's our midlife moment. I actually feel fine. <laughs> so in the background, I hear a, a different voice. Do you want to introduce um, part of our guests? Yes, I'm very excited uh, to 
have with us today my husband, uh, Chris Rabat. We've been married 17 years, and he is uh, my best friend and uh, co-parent and everything else together. So he's joining us today, along with who's on the other side of the Zoom. My husband, Mike Alexander, has joined us as well uh, to chat about how we date. Uh, Mike and I have a long, long history together, which we'll tell you about in a little bit. Um, But we're super excited to have our men in our life on the show with us and can't wait to dive in a little bit to our story. But uh, I wanted to share, you know, kind of to piggyback Denise on what you were talking about in terms of, you know, starting off your Monday. So we're recording this on a Monday night, starting off your Monday, you know, after your long weekend, we literally had zero things on our calendar this entire weekend, except for, I lie, except for a birthday party for my son's friend um, on Sunday afternoon. But otherwise, Saturday, the calendar was totally blank and the weather ended up being really crappy. So we decided, oh, let's like go see a movie. Um, We were out late on Friday. We So Saturday, we like slept in. And by the time we got going, did the movie, went to dinner I like looked at the clock on our way home from the restaurant. It was 845. And I was like, oh, my God, like, when did it get to be so late? This like whole day just like flashed before our eyes. So we just, um, you know, it turned out to be a very, very busy weekend, even though we had nothing, nothing going on, which is in true Alexander fashion. So um, but your boat day sounded really fun. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, maybe Chris was a little inspired by our our family trip that one day to Wisconsin. A lot inspired. <laughs> yeah, I told somebody yesterday, actually, on the boat that you remember yeah. I said this? Mm-hmm. I said the best day that I had in, you know, the Midwest when we lived there was the day we went uh, on the lake with Amy and Mike, right? And their boat Aww. on Lake Geneva. And like that stuck in my mind. So when we came back, you know, the idea of buying a boat, it's like, oh, well, it's going to be awesome. So I think you guys really launched us into this, to be honest. Aww. No pun intended with the boat launch. Well, we're so happy you did not send us the bill. And hopefully one of these days when we get out to L.A., we can we could we could see the uh, the boat that we inspired. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the blue escape. You can come with us. The blue escape. We love it. We love it. Um, well, yeah, so we've got our our two very handsome guests with us, Mike and Chris. And, you know, we kind of wanted to jump right in and, and talk about, you know, our our story of how we met, how we got together, kind of gives you a little bit more of an authentic feel to who we are as women and, you know, kind of how we got to where we are with our spouses. Um, so Denise and Chris, do you want to kind of share your story? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris and I started dating um, when we were finishing up undergrad. It was back in, uh, I was going to UCLA. Chris was going to Cal Poly Pomona. And we met through some mutual friends. We'd met a couple of years past, but, you know, it wasn't like we had seen each other on a normal basis. And then uh, fast forward to both of our senior years of college, we met and through some mutual friends and it was just an instant connection. We 
we went out and uh, we had a really good time. And, you know, talk about a meet cute moment. Uh, there was a, we were out late, you know, that was Denise in her 20s and uh, Chris in his 20s. And we were out and, and we were coming home and I drove home from the club we were at. And oh, a club. <laughs> Yeah, it was almost two in the morning and I was hungry and Chris was hungry. And we were like, oh, let's stop at In-N-Out Burger in Westwood. And so we drive through the drive-thru. But if anyone knows, In-N-Out Burger closes right before two. And so, you know, we drove through the drive-thru and they're like, sorry, we're closed. But but what was I saying the whole time? (laughs) Don't go at all. Don't go. They're closed. Why would you go? Like, because I follow rules, right? And I'm like, they're closed. So don't go. Like, what are you doing? And Denise is like, oh, that's just, let's see what happens. Yeah. Let them tell you no. So we drove through the drive-thru and, you know, it's closed the window there in California. You know, these windows that you can go through the drive-thru and it's closed. And I see people working though. They're closing and cleaning. And I, and I just kind of tried to get their attention with my arms, waving them. And I said, Hey, can we get some food? And they're like, sorry, we're closed. I'm like, please. I'm so hungry. All I want is some in and out burger fries. And the guy goes, okay. And he opened it up, gave us the fries for free. And we drove off. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Persistence. Persistence. That's who you married. A very persistent woman. (laughs) Yeah, I was very impressed and embarrassed at the same time. I didn't eat some of the fries. But that neat, cute moment launched a 22-year relationship, two children, nearly 17 years of marriage. So um, anyway, that's a little bit about us. I love it. I love it. Love it. So Chris, I'm going to throw you a little curveball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what over the, over the 17, 17 years married and 20, you said 22 years together. What is one way that over the years you've initiated dating Denise? Initiated. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I think what we try to do usually is, you know, outside of going on trips, which, you know, we, we do as well, but outside of that, you know, things can get pretty monotonous, right? Um, You go through the motions, you kind of like have a roommate almost. And to get out of that, you really have to plan something ahead of time, right? And, And make it happen. And it can't, for me, it can't just be like, let's go to dinner, right? I mean, that's fine. But that's not going to do it for me. Like I want to go out. Right. So I would rather eat dinner at home and then go out to a club or a bar or something and have fun. We can Uber back and do what we used to do when we were in our twenties, because there's no reason why we can't have that kind of fun still. And, and that's really, you know, what I try to, what I try to make happen for us. Yeah, we did that recently um, for my birthday, actually. He asked me what I wanted for my birthday. And I said, I don't know. I just didn't have anything specific in mind. I said, you know what? I really want to go to the Garth Brooks concert. It was in San Diego. That was the only place he was going to play on the West Coast this year. So Chris, you know, he he got the tickets and we went. And it was just one night in San Diego. His, You know, we're very lucky. Our both, you know, we have grandparents, you know, our, our children's grandparents who are pretty generous with their time. And if they can, they will babysit our children. And so they did. And, and so we were able to go and it was a really fun trip and it was just a good night out. And Chris was a good sport. He doesn't necessarily love country. And, uh, but we went and we both had a good time. So, you know, it was fun. It was different. It was a good birthday gift because we could spend time with each other. It was 24 hours. Right. I love it. I love it. Love it. Okay. When you guys are going to the club, I need to like 
can you give me like, can you paint me like a mental picture? Like, is Chris wearing like leather and studs? Like, what is he? <laughs> oh, I, don't no. I don't know. Does he have like his hair spiked up? Like, what's, my hair the, spikes what's up. the look? It automatically spikes up. I don't even have to spike it. As soon as I walk in, it just spikes up. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I spike my hair. I, um, I wear, you know, skinny jeans like you do in LA and, uh, and I'll wear like, you know, a, a tighter ish, you know, button down short sleeve shirt or something and a leather jacket is usually my MO. There you go, leather. Just no yeah. Oh yeah, leather jacket. Um, <laughs> tasteful. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's my going out kind of attire and Denise will wear like a dress or like, or like, you know, a skirt and a top or something like that. And then, you know, I think I don't feel out of place. Like a lot of people say like, well, you're in your forties. Like, how are you going to like a club or a bar or whatever? And I'm like, I don't feel like I'm (laughs) for I I feel like I'm 25 and my brain has not changed. (laughs) So I'm not going to change. And, you know, people stare at us sometimes, but most of the time they don't. Most of the time we blend in just fine. I love how we befriend the 20 year olds like in Vegas. Yeah. Like we went to Vegas. Right. And it was just just after like the first covid wave. And um, and we got we got a a bottle service at a pool party because we like to go to the pools. We don't like to go to clubs in Vegas. It's more. Well, now we have to party in the day because we're we're midlife now. I can't party at night. So so we go to the pool and, you know, (laughs) Denise makes friends with like 10 girls. Right. And they're all like sitting around her like you know, making sure she's happy because they know that she'll kick them out in two seconds if they if they mess up. So they're all getting free drinks. So like, you know, and then they're like asking her for like life advice. What should I do with this boyfriend? This guy treated me this way. What should I do? And Denise is like, I don't know what she was saying, but somehow she got COVID during that trip. And I did. And I suspect it was from some of those girls that she was sitting with. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. So that's what we do. That's one way. So I mean, fun. it's like going out in your 20s. You just have better drinks now. Better <laughs> drinks. Exactly. More power, more yeah. control. Yeah. I can yeah. pay I can pay for the things that I want now right. instead of begging. Yeah. You, you can go top shelf instead of well. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I also don't feel like I'm I also don't feel like I'm in my I mean, I'm only 40, but I also don't feel like I'm in that decade. I still feel like I, I was just working on some stuff for work and I was typing something up and it was like, I don't know. What did I say? It was like, oh, I still feel like I need like a summer vacation. You know, like we did when we were in school. Like I, I still feel like summer is a time for no school and no work <laughs> because in my mind, I'm like, I'm still this young person that's like in school and you need to, that's like what you do. But I, I do you feel like you're in your forties. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> when stuff starts hurting, but usually no. <laughs> but we go on. We'll have a good time. We were never we were never club people. So maybe Mike in his in his late teens was a, a clubber before we started. I dating. was a club person before I was legally allowed to be a club. <laughs> you know, you know what happened to me is that when the time came to like go to clubs and stuff. Like I didn't really do that that much, right? I did it sometimes and I didn't really like have the money to do it the right way and things like that. So then when I got into my 30s, really late 30s, I started to want to go more. 
So that's when Denise and I started doing this. But the crazy thing, and this is totally midlife, is that I was always this go, 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 wanting to be out, 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 out all the time, like from like 20s to like probably mid 30s, like early 40s. But then I started to slow down and then he ramped up. So that's true midlife. (laughs) I did way too much of it, probably. And then... But anyway, enough about us. Um, we, we, I heard younger years. So what's your backstory, Amy and Mike? You have a, you have a great one too. So our, our story does start out many, many years ago. So we've been together uh, since 1998. I was still in high school. Mike had just graduated. Um, so all together, we've been together 24 years. And we met while we were uh, working at our meet cute moment not very meat or cute was what well, we met working at an ice skating rink. Um, and Mike worked in the pro shop and I did like the birthday parties and the skate rental. And it really wasn't, I wouldn't even say it was like love at first sight. It was more like, Oh, we wanted to go see a movie. And, you know, we both were interested to go see this like ridiculous horror movie. So we like agreed as like friends to go see this movie. And <laughs> in the middle that Mike paid, for the movie, right? As you do. As you do. You know, 17-year-old Mike paid for the movie to go to a theater that no longer exists anymore. Talk about like that, you know, is weird when things no longer, that you're old enough for things not to exist in their, you know, current place. Um, And when the movie was supposed to get scary, he like put his arm around me. And then when it was over, he did ask me to go get some food and we went for like an early, it was like in August. So we went for like an earlier movie and then the movie got done and it was still sunlight out. And he was like, you want to go get some food? I'm like, eh, I'm not really hungry because in my mind, it wasn't like a date. It was literally two friends. And the fact that he like put his arm around me and paid for me, I was like so naive. And Mike ended up going out with some other girl like later that night. Oh. <laughs> it dropped you off and went out with him. Oh my God. That was a, this is a fun twist. Interesting twist. Yeah. I didn't expect <laughs> But because like, you know, in 1998, you know, what we did was talk on the phone. And so for, uh, you know, for days after that, all we did was talk on the phone into like the wee early hours of the morning. I don't know what we talked about, but that was what we did. And then finally, a week later, we were out to dinner with some friends at TGI Fridays, again, that (laughs) no longer exists. And like <laughs> the the one that we went to does not exist anymore. Aww. And Mike was driving me home and I, you know, turned to him and I said, so like, what's happening? I'm like, are we going out? You know, all we've done for the past week is talk to each other since we went to this movie. And he's like, well, I guess we could give it a try. So I always joke that like after, you know, we've been together 24 years and married 12 that we're still, we're still giving it a try. <laughs> And that is our our love story. Oh, you're me cute. <laughs> our me cute. Um, well, now, like, I'm going to turn the tables on to you for your question. Um, what's one way that you've initiated dating, Amy, over the years? The way we date, we do love to travel. But the way we date is with our crazy, busy lives is that when um, Caleb, our kid, is in school and we're home and, you know, the last couple of years of COVID working from home has actually made it a lot easier to do this is once he's off to school or wherever his activity, we'll go out and get breakfast or we'll get Starbucks or lately we've been going on like 
very long walks, like a couple miles walk. And we talk about whatever it is we talk about. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's nonsense. But then we get back and that's we how we stay together. We go about our day. So we day date. We day date. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. Why don't you making it work, right? It's just that, you know, connection time together. So Exactly. Um, that's we, cute. We tend, I was going to say, we tend to use our, if, if we do go out at night, it tends to be more with like other couples. And so then like our parents are fabulous. Well, they'll step in and Caleb will sleep over. Um, but I would say typically our, our more of our dates are going to be our day dates. Yeah. And they're like more impromptu. So it's like, you don't have a busy morning. I don't have a busy morning. Like, let's go, you know, let's go in. Yeah. You're both solopreneurs, right? Yeah, well, Mike exactly. has a couple of team members, right? And yeah, yeah. Work. For now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that, you guys. Um, you know, and, and to the viewers out there, by no means are we relationship experts here. We're not feigning to be that. Um, however, it's just a topic we're interested in and we wanted to, you know, want to put more effort into this year as we continue to evolve into midlife. And often during our shows, we've made reference to spending time with our husbands. So we thought, you know, this would be a, a nice summer topic. So exactly, exactly. Uh, and like with that, there's a ton of relationship theories out there, models, um, there's love languages, which you know people have probably heard about or your personality types, um, the Gottman Research Clinic or the Gottman Relationship Quizzes are world famous for all their marriage and relationship research. But I learned a new one recently. It's called The Five A's of Relationships by Diane Iacovelli. And they are acceptance, appreciation, attention, affection, and adoration. And I haven't read the book yet, but I want to. I just learned about it today, but I thought it was super timely. So I wanted to share it here Um, because this book explores what emotional needs are and what it means to be and feel loved and valued by, you know, the significant people in your lives. Because really, you know, dating or, you know, can be a lot of times finding out which A, you know, in quotation marks, is important is important to your significant other. Um, so you can continue to understand each other as we evolve, right? I mean, I'm sure that Amy and Mike and well, I know the Denise and Chris of, you know, the, the early 2000s is different than the Denise and Chris and Amy and Mike of the 2020s, right? So um, how do you keep that, you know, we're still, we're looking for that Zen, right? Trying to keep that um, going. So when I think like, just like you guys, but we've, you know, been together through multiple decades and multiple, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say what, like not personality changes, but, you know, various different types of growth cycles within our own life. Right. So we started dating as teens and then we were together through college and then post-college and, you know, trying to figure out who we are, you know, out in the world. And then we have, you know, a family, you know, and now we, you have aging parents and grandparents and, you know, all of the pieces that, you know, come into making a life together. So you do have to kind of evolve and continue to, you know, grow, but the things that, you know, fuel you and your relationship, I think, I don't think that that necessarily has totally changed. No, yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, what do you think? What do I think about what? Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I, I, I like what Amy said. I, I think that they're they're unique in that they've gone through more life stages together than we have, right? Because we've done the college thing and then the post college thing and then you know the family thing and then aging parents, but we didn't have the teen thing, right? And that transition is is different. Right? I can only imagine 
what you were like as a team (laughs) (laughs) and whether or not, whether or not that would have worked. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I I haven't heard good things about you as a team from your mom. I guess that's next up. I I think Mike saved me as a team. Or if Amy knew me as an earlier team, that might not have worked. <laughs> Mike and his like prior to like his junior year had like a long pony. T- I mean, think of like 90s, you know, to our listeners. So the hairstyle, he had like long hair. He it like he wore it in a ponytail, like slicked back. I definitely helped like, you know, um, change his clothing. I took him from, I don't know, oversized vests. What you used to wear hey, to Abercrombie. Late, late, late 90s people wore Jenkos, and that's just the kind of things that you wore. That's right. That was. Did you wear Jenkos? Oh my gosh. I always say when my parents were obsessed with the 60s and 70s when I was growing up, now we're all obsessed with the 90s, right? Late right. 80s, early 90s. Right. I think every podcast we've talked about something Maverick, this fashion now, the Steve Madden chunks. Something. Wait, but talk about Steve Madden. So my mom actually um, gave me some photo albums the other day, and I was looking through, and it was like my last year of high school. And I was like looking at my clothing and literally every freaking picture that I was in, I was wearing my, I think they were silver brand overalls, every picture. Like I I rotated like three outfits, Uh, my blue jean overalls. I had these like chunky white shoes. I I didn't see the the black shoes that we talked about in earlier episodes. So that must've been previous to 1998 or 1999, 2000. But yeah, it was it was really funny, like seeing my hair, like just no flat iron, you know, like wide. Anyways, okay, I digress <laughs> about our our topic, but it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, and this year, you know, I think something or this the rest of this year for the remainder of this year, um, something you know that I wanted to commit to is is you know kind of reinvigorating some of those dating efforts of the past that we were doing um you know with covid in the last couple of years and and then the last year I had a volunteer volunteer leadership role in the PTA which sucked up so much time that I really you know something suffered in our dating efforts and so I've you know recommitted to you know reinvigorating this area of my life so with that, I think we should go around the podcast, right? Um, let's, you know, think about those five A's. Um, Chris, which A resonates with you? You know, appreciation, affection, adoration. So, uh, you know, I thought, I thought I would make this interesting <laughs> and um, maybe more interesting and ask you which one you think I'll choose because I already wrote it down. So I wrote Ooh. down my choice and I want to see. It's like if the newlywed game. <laughs> this is like a political debate. Which, a, which like- a do you think I would choose? I just want to see if you'll get, you'll get it right. Um, I think you would choose appreciation. Boom. <laughs> that is the newlywed game. Yeah. I think appreciation is, is super important to me. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, not, not always the case for everyone, but, but for me, um, that, that makes me feel love. That makes me feel like, you know, what I'm doing is, is working, right? Cause you know, I mean, I work hard, you work hard, we all work hard. Right. Um, but what I'm, I'm, I'm bringing to the table is, is appreciated by everybody. It, it, it makes it worth it. it you know? yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I've known that about him, you know, over the, you know, maybe in the last 10 years. So I've tried to weave that in as much as possible to like our communication. Yeah. But I also love adoration. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Who doesn't like to be adored? 
but um but you that's don't not, love attention but that's not my primary <laughs> no attention is not, is not much. But I'm in his room hey what are you doing in his office it's like I'm working <laughs> Well, you know, when you, you interrupt somebody when they're really deep in thought and working, it takes 20 minutes to get back there again, right? Yes. <laughs> Denise will walk in every 20 minutes and ask me how I'm doing, so I get nothing done. That sounds very familiar. <laughs> but since my office is a couple floors up, we live in a fourth floor townhome, I'll get a text message. Hey, what do you want to do for lunch? Did you do this? I am in the middle of something. And it takes 20 minutes to get back. Totally. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, it sounds like the love, the love they give us. That's about us, Mike. Mike, what's your, what A resonates with you? Um, what do you think? I was going to say uh, affection. Affection is important, but uh, I. Ooh, I'm wrong. You're wrong. Yes, appreciation, <laughs> appreciation would be, uh, appreciation would be on my list. As my big oh. A. Oh, I don't always. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Well, coming. I'm not even technically a first generation immigrant because uh, I came here when I was nine years old. So I wasn't even born in this country. And yeah. so me appreciating what I have and have built in our life. I'd like to see some appreciation from my family and friends of uh, stuff that I've done. Do for them. Do for myself. Do for others. And uh, starting really poor in this country and then not knowing the language and then coming here and building what I've done personally and business-wise and sports-wise and activity-wise, I think appreciation is key. Hmm. Well, I always said affection because he loves to snuggle. So I always figure like... Everyone loves to snuggle. (laughs) Not everyone. (laughs) So I figure, you know... The physical touch of affection. Affection, would be. affection is definitely part of appreciation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we're very it. happy, everyone. <laughs> okay. Well, what about you, Amy? What's your A? What do you think mine is? I'm gonna guess attention. I'm gonna guess attention. So I actually had a hard time kind of picking one, but I think attention is good. Um, I'll go with attention. Yeah. But I don't really, I can't really like speak to, I don't know. I guess like I do. Yes. Okay. So attention. Yes. Because I feel like for us to be more, I was discussing, I was discussing our podcast with a friend on my walk this morning, kind of things that we were going to talk about. And I did say that I am more likely to like be more intimate and that if like, we've had like a conflict, if we've connected with each other. So I think, yes, attention is, is, I I think you're, I think you're right on the nose. (laughs) Um, Denise, what about you? Well, I mean, since everyone got to like give their answer from their spouse, what would Chris say? My A. I'm going to ask you to write it down before I guess. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Make sure you've really. Yeah, there we go. All right. I am going to say, you know, it's it's really close, actually. (laughs) Um, But I think I'm going to go with attention as well, because I think that's that's what you thrive on. Right. Is And that's that's kind of like. 
you know, that's what you're asking for from me a lot. Maybe I'm not giving you enough. I don't know, but maybe there's just not enough to give is the thing because <laughs> you need more than I can, I have, but, but yeah, I think it's attention. Yeah. Well, I think attention and adoration have like a similar meaning. So I, I chose adoration, but it's the same thing, like just feeling loved. Right. I mean, and I, you know, if you give it attention to me is a lot of times love, like, so, you know, for sitting around the dinner table, let's all be engaged, have a conversation. Right. Um, something I like to do, not as a couple necessarily, but sometimes as a couple, but even as families, like let's have like a topic at a dinner, right? Like that we talk about, right? Like a, something we could go around the table. Um, you know, my kids get annoyed with it. Even sometimes my parents do, but we, you know, I like to do it. It makes it interesting, right? So, um, and that's attention or adoration, you know, as well. So I don't know. I think attention and adoration are different. I do. Because <laughs> I think attention is being you know, actively engaged with the person a lot, right? Um, and adoration is more like, I care for you, right? Showing your words. Adore you I love you all the around, time. Yeah. Right? No, I mean, yeah, if you look at it, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I get what you're saying now, yeah. for sure. So, so that was my A. So yeah, it's an interesting topic, right? I mean, all five A's are important. All five A's are important according to the book, but you know, we'll read it this month um, and see how it goes. So yeah, but you'll I have just, to give us a you'll have to give us a little book report on it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think Amy and Mike have some dating go-tos, right? So I want to hear about them. Um, so yeah, so I think you know, we always like to kind of give some tips as to you know what we do in our relationship. Um you know, to keep the magic. <laughs> I wish that we had like a bit, I mean, we are recording this video, but we're not necessarily sharing it, but I wish that we could like showcase like Mike's face as I say things. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to let him kind of say our first one um, is laughing is always laughing. Always laugh. Yeah. We always said that, uh, at the point, if we ever get to a point that we stop making each other laugh, there's a bigger problem in our relationship than a silly joke. Um, so we try to make, not necessarily make light of a situation, but keep it lighthearted, even if sometimes life gets hard. And it does. That's true. And life does get hard. And we're, uh, I will say that we're also a couple that doesn't really fight. So when we do fight, it is often really comical because it's more like a very intense, like bickering where like, I don't even know how to like explain it. It's just where it's more like me. Maybe it's the attention that I am seeking. <laughs> it might be, it might be, but we tend to be able to talk out um, a lot of our issues and be able to communicate because that was one of the other things that we decided early on in our relationship uh, since both our families um, are divorced families is we decided that we will because be our the- parents did not do this. No, neither of our parents actually talked to each other. So we decided that we would communicate and talk things out and not let things fester and turn from a molehill to a mountain. And so we try to attack the situations right in the beginning before they get bad. Right. And like little like annoying things. So Mike has over, you know, we also have obviously spent a significant amount of time together over the past, like what, two and a half years. So little things that, you know, in the past might not have 
been so annoying are more annoying now. And so like, he'll call attention to certain things and I'll call attention to certain things, but um, you know, we talk through it and hopefully things get better. And then if they're still not better then you know, Hey, like, let's just, you know, let's, let's talk about, you know, what's, what's happening. But I think communication is super, super important. Do you guys feel like your communication that you're, that you're talking a lot to each other? Let Denise answer that first. (laughs) (laughs) I think her answer is different than mine is, is the issue here, but go ahead. No, we feel we need to like, when we, it's an important topic, right? Like we, you know, we'll make the effort to like have the conversation. It's not always easy sometimes. And this is one, something I'll talk about in our section that, you know, we find sometimes we find alternative ways to communicate, right? Not always the traditional, like in person, because sometimes that's when like he's busy with work or I'm busy doing work or, you know, with the kids. And we just don't have that quiet time to sometimes have the conversation, but we've found over the years some alternative ways to communicate. So we'll talk about those in a second, but yeah. Um, I think our last one is, you know, Mike, Mike's love language, I would say is there's a lot of like, he likes like physical touch um, Mm -hmm. from that book. He may or may not disagree, but like, so like finding times to, you know, cuddle or snuggle uh, together. So like in the morning, or I don't know if you remember, um, I like laugh about this. Like a few years ago, there was like some social media like challenge or Instagram. I don't know. It was like, can you like kiss your person for like a minute? And so we like tried that for like a little bit. I'm like, oh, I saw this or I read this. And it was like, try to like kiss your person for, you know, instead of just like a little peck or whatever, when you like see them, like actually try to like have like an embrace. And so we like tried that like Mm -hmm. kissing for one minute. And let me tell you guys, one minute is a really long time, but it does start to like spark some other, you know, like, Ooh, all right. Like we need to like table this because (laughs) (laughs) you can't like just, you know, when you have kids, like you can't just like, you know, going at it in the kitchen, but um, (laughs) making time to like snuggle together, find time to kiss and touch, I think is, is obviously super important. So those are like our three is making communication, make each other laugh. And, you know, like that physical touch piece to relationships. Those are good. Yeah. And I mean, everything's different for everybody, right? I mean, I think that's what we're trying to get today is some things work better for other couples and, you know, some things work better for, you know, for other people. So um, these are just ideas of some things we've been doing. So um, for us, for Chris and I, I put the first thing was adult trips uh, without our children. Um, We annually go on vacation, just the two of us, uh, usually somewhere tropical like Mexico or Hawaii, um, we've got the Greek islands are up next on our bucket list. Um, and so, so yeah, and I mean, it's, uh, we say that in a place of complete, you know, privilege and, and because our parents have both been so um, generous with their time to babysit our children. Um, but, you know, even if it's a night somewhere, find a friend, if you have children and try to, you know, uh, assign them to a one nighter, you know, on some of the right. houses that way. So <laughs> Yeah, any anytime you just like change the channel, right? Like the Garth Brooks thing. That was less than 24 hours. We used to go to Vegas for just 24 hours. It was enough. <laughs> it was enough for me. Um, but yeah, that's something. So adult trips, um, date nights. Pre-COVID, we did this way, way more. Um, that's partly my fault. I just haven't had the like gusto to go out with all of this stuff going out. 
but uh, we we tr- used to try to have dinner and drinks like at least once a month, just the two of us. Sometimes another couple, but if we couldn't find another couple, that wouldn't stop us. We would just try to go ourselves. Um, I think Chris is yearning for this more in 2022, so it's something I'm going to commit to doing more. Speaking of, since we're all here, Amy and Mike, do you remember when we went on a date night when we were neighbors? Chris, do you remember this? Yes. Okay, it was a snowy winter night. I'm going to set the scene. Snowy winter night. I was pregnant, so no wine for me. And it didn't seem like ideal weather for a date night, but we found, we shared a babysitter because we, we really wanted to go out. And, and we were neighbors, so we used your babysitter, yeah. Yeah, that was so, that was so convenient and nice. Um, and we had a great dinner. And I think one memory I had is we drove around and looked at real estate because Mike and Amy are really into real estate. So. Right. Was that the take a break, take a break? Yeah. Right <laughs> Do you remember that video they took? No, I don't. I really, like, I have, my memory is so horrible. So when Denise was like telling me this, I'm like, I don't like fully remember this, but Mike remembered going around and like looking at the real estate, you know, clearly I think that we were trying to get them to, you know, stay longer. So we were trying to, you know, entice them with all of the beautiful landscape that, you know, uh, Illinois has to offer. Um, yeah, it was a fun night. But the but kids was, had a good time, yeah, and it was a great night. And yeah, our kids, our kids at the time were were super close. And yeah, and I, there's a famous video in our family. Anyway, I'll have to send it to you. But it'll, uh, Kate, you know, Ella and Caleb were doing like a talent show, and then yeah. he, Caleb's, Caleb was, Caleb's on the piano. Yeah, and he was and going. I was on the mic. <laughs> and Caleb is just playing up a storm. And Ella's like singing something crazy. And suddenly she goes, take a break, take a break, take a break. <laughs> and I was like, what is she doing? Yeah. And we still say that to this day. We're like, take a break, take a break. <laughs> Super funny. We'll have to. They were probably, so how old were they? Like four? Yeah. 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 They were so tiny. So that's something we do. And then the other, you know, just date nights. Um, and, you know, the last thing that we've done, it, and I, you know, mentioned it a bit earlier was, you know, I I think we try to meet the other mate where they are. So, you know, we've used technology to communicate if one spouse is traveling or busy. Chris used to travel about 80 to 90% of his time. So that was especially challenging. So, you know, apps like we've used recently this year, we tried out an app called Paired. That was actually Chris's idea. And he initiated it um, where it's like a couple's game. You compete in the online games, kind of like we did just now. Like he tried to guess what I was going to say. I tried to guess what he was going to say. And I it's love fun. That. And it's just about these innocuous topics a lot of times. It also gets a little more serious at other times, like things you kind of weave it in. Yeah. You know? And it's just an, it just opens a conversation and you communicate in a fun way and and through an app. So it's gamified too, and um, you get points, and it gives you notifications and daily questions. It's fun, um, so that's something we've done to kind of keep it fresh. And I, I also find that communicating using, you know, technology, at least for me, allows me to think through what I'm trying to say a little bit more carefully. Because sometimes when we're just talking, like I'll say something stupid that I regret. You know, but when when you're texting or emailing, you know, you don't want to just do that when you're across the room, of course. But like if there's a reason to do it, I think I get my points across a little bit, a little bit, you know, clearer. I think everybody, too, right, has a different way of like of communicating. You know, some people write better than they speak or sometimes you need both in order to, you know, in order to help support your case. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or topic or just you know feelings 
For sure. For sure. Well, it was so awesome um, to discuss our relationships and have our hubbies here to kind of shed light on, you know, midlife and being married. And regardless of whether you're married or not, you know, these are tips that you can bring into, you know, your relationship um, with your spouse, with the significant person in your life, um, friends, you know, all of these, you know, maybe not snuggling with your friends, but... But, you know, definitely taking trips and doing things like that and meeting people where they are and, you know, and, and just that physical connection, I think, is 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 super important. Um, so we hope that you found this episode insightful um, and that you'll check us out in a couple of weeks for another uh, fun and information filled uh, episode. We are starting to have guests as you um, heard from today. So in a couple of weeks, uh, we've been kind of talking to a couple different people that we hope you'll find very interesting um, and kind of expanding some of the breadth and depths of, of the topics that, you know, Denise and I can, you know, bring to the table. Um, so definitely, you know, Denise, do you have our links for our social media? Yes. Yeah. We're all set up on Instagram now. So it's midlife at the mailbox, all one word. And so we've got some presents there. We're going to be sending things, some things out and just want to thank Chris and Mike. Uh, we have our first mates, quote unquote, um, <laughs> that help run our ship. And, and they were no mistake that they're the first guests on our podcast um, just because of how important they are in our lives. So thanks guys. Um, this, you know, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs>